0: Welcome to uh, a short review of the history of Amen. So the first question was for John Chung. We'll have to wait on that. Um, So uh, the second one is for Doug Plata. Is he here, Doug? Oh, Doug Plata left us, and I can't answer um, that one either. Oh, well, things are going awry. Phil and uh, Naren, here's one for you. Why did you go to all the trouble of starting this organization? Naren.
1: Well, you know, I think, um, I think it was an outgrowth of my own personal uh, devotional experience and just my own practice situation. You know, I had, just like many Adventist physicians and dentists, I was just separating work from my church life, and I finally realized, hey, my patients are my greatest ministry, so I began to pray for them. And started looking at them as souls that need to be saved as opposed to just a client. And with that, it really made a transformation in my personal professional life and my personal life. So I was so overjoyed by that that I felt I had to share it with someone else, with other professionals, so they too can join in that effort. So that's what really moved
0: me. Phil, what, what were some of the goals that you had when you started? You were one of the first people. You and Naren have been there from right at the beginning. What, what were the goals, the purposes that you have in mind? Well, one of uh, my goals
2: was, is this on? Yes. Uh, one of my goals was uh, personal, was uh, to personally understand medical evangelism. What did God called me to do as a physician? I'd read counsel, but I didn't really understand how to do it. Um, and another personal goal uh, was to be part of a group, Ellen White says, that physicians uh, Health care providers should be having meetings where they would come together. Um, and uh, a third goal, it seemed like to me the church looked to physicians, dentists, as uh, financial resources of the church. We felt, and I felt, that physicians should be looked to as the spiritual resource of a church. And so uh, one of our core uh, principles was that we we would not have this as a primary financial raising um, program, but primarily to be spiritually feeding and helping us in our practices. So
0: Phil, how has your practice changed? How has your life changed in the last 10 years as a result of this organization that you helped found has it has it made a difference for you a huge difference uh
2: after i heard brian schwartz talk about prayer and then the next year and i felt i should start doing this but i still wasn't sure how and then todd gave a uh, presentation and after that i started praying with patients what a huge difference that has made in um, just simple ways of learning, as I've listened to the various, I've been everyone. Naren has been to everyone. Um, listened to the presentations, adapting a little piece every year. I've taken baby steps, but every little step uh, has been helpful to me.
0: So, Pastor Finley, why did you get involved with this group of uh, suspects? You know, physicians. Traditionally, have been, you know, looked on with a little suspicion in our church ever since John Harvey Kellogg and that fiasco. <laughs> so why, why did you get involved with the likes of us? Why have you stayed involved? And has it changed your ministry or the way the church looks at us as physicians?
3: Well, I've been suspect for a lot of my life. <laughs> And uh, doing creative things. And when I thought about Amen, there were really three things, uh, Tim, that motivated me. One is I sensed that Amen was part of a prophetic vision deeply embedded in the heart of God. I did not believe that Amen came about merely because there were some physicians that met together one day in a committee and thought we ought to have a nice organization. But I was profoundly convinced that the Spirit of God had moved upon godly physicians And that the vision of Amen was a vision that was in the heart and mind of God. And as the result of that, I could not help but being involved. The second reason is that my wife and I have been involved in medical evangelism for the last 45 years. And we knew that there are scores of quality Seventh-day Adventist physicians that are committed to much more than patient care, as important as that is, but they're committed to the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional wholeness of their patients. And we knew, because we had been acquainted with them for so many years and worked with them, that if we could do anything at all to enhance that understanding, we wanted to do it. And I think, thirdly, I wanted to be involved because I needed it, personally. Uh, I, in the last 10 years, my own understanding, I think I've been at eight of the AMEN conferences because of scheduling, we had to miss a couple, but I think my own understanding of... Working with physicians as a pastor has increased. I think my knowledge has broadened, and so the organization has really helped me personally to think new thoughts and think more creatively as a pastor and as an evangelist of how to reach people. So uh, I want to pay tribute to the Amen Organization, to its leadership, and in, in its own impact on my own life.
0: Ha- has it changed at all the way the church at the GC level views physicians, or how how do? use us other than just financiers for their plans?
3: Um, That's not the purpose of the general conference. Uh, But we do take donations. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, in the last 10 years, I've been at the GC for the last 10 years now, and there has been a growing interest in comprehensive health evangelism. In fact, I chair a committee at the General Conference on Comprehensive Health Evangelism, and uh, it's amazing how God is opening doors, opening hearts, opening opportunities. My wife and I fly from here to Peru tomorrow morning, and uh, we will speak to the division committee Union presidents, conference presidents, 500 of the top leaders in South America every morning on gospel, medical, missionary, evangelism. Then at night, that entire committee will come to an evangelistic meeting that is health in the Bible for all week. So amazing things are happening in the Adventist Church today. Doors are opening. This concept of holistic health, touching people in the areas of their need and ministering to them spiritually it's really making an impact in the Adventist church and I think Amen has had a major influence in that.
0: Thank you. Yes.
3: You know I just want
1: to add to that it was really amazing I really appreciate all leadership I remember we first had a luncheon at ASI which kind of like a pre-launched Amen and I felt impressed I was uh, that it was written partnership subsequent to that I felt impressed to approach him and said hey, here this passion among a group of us and he immediately turned to me and said, I would like, I, I really believe you should start a self-supporting ministry of Adventist physicians, and dentists. I was truly floored by that, but it showed the forward thinking with him as a ministerial person. We're going to need that at every level, because sometimes we're just crossing each other in the pathway, and I think his leadership is something that we, we would do well to engineer at a local level, whether in individual pastors, and getting that understanding together, begin to look at each other differently, because I agree, the ghost of Kellogg still tend to follow us. We need to get past it, because we are passionate we as physicians are just as passionate about the mission of this church as any pastor out there. We want to make sure that gets out there.
0: John, I'm glad you uh, came uh, finally. Uh, I guess it's okay for a dermatologist to be a little late. But uh, t- tell me, I understand the first meeting was supposed to be at your house. I say supposed to be. What happened?
4: Well, we didn't... Because
0: of our lack of faith,
4: we thought we only ha- were going to only have maybe about 10 people show up. And that was so, too
0: small a group for your house?
4: No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, he so we said, you know, just to save money, let's just have it at our house. Then we ended up having, what? Uh, maybe. Almost 50. Oh, wow. almost, what about 50 people. So we had to move the venue to... Um, to Kohata Springs. So there was a, you know, I, I didn't think, I didn't know how rapidly this uh, movement will grow, but um, by the grace of God, it grew much faster, and it started off with a bang. So,
0: Now, how did you choose, you were there for the first meeting, how did you choose the name Amen? Well, you, Doug Plata uh, is he here? Explain, Doug, yes. maybe you can help us. Come
5: on up. How did we get this name? Um, there, there was uh, I actually I just came in late myself, but um, <laughs> you're not I, a dermatologist, uh, so was, are you? There some, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a little, um, a little uh, uh, before this, before uh, these, this history here. There was uh, actually Justin Kim uh, was working with GYC, and he had this vision for. Uh, the ARM, A-R-M-M, the Adventist Reviving uh, Medical Missionary. Oh, thanks. Uh, Medical Missionary work. And uh, so through a contact of his, Mike Orlich, he uh, he was coming to town to Loma Linda, uh, and Mike was getting some training. And so he pulled together some local um, young adults in the area, and so there was about five or six of us. I think Steve Waterbrook was in that group as well. Uh, and so discussing the idea of having a, a network, sort of support for, for people who are in training, medical and dental in training. Uh, and so that was sort of the perspective. And then when, when there was contact with uh, ASI, uh, I think Naren James in particular, uh, the vision was broader than just a young adult uh, sort of group. So, uh, but in, the, in our meeting at Lumeland and in the cafeteria of the medical center, and this is back probably 2003 or maybe early 2004, uh, we were discussing uh, about what this organization might look like, um, and at that time we began uh, discussing various ideas uh, for the name. And uh, I think we can be very thankful uh, that, uh, we didn't, uh, that we didn't that we chose the name Amen, and not some of the other names. Uh, there was the Health Evangelist in Medical uh, in the Medical Professions, HEMP, and although. <laughs> <laughs> Although we, we do support herbal medicine, that might be a bit much. Uh, there is a health outreach medical evangelism society, or homies, which. Um, but then there was my personal favorite, the Adventist Physician Evangelism Society. Sounds good. Uh, the acronym is APEs. So. And, I,
0: and we're very thankful, actually, that the the dental people joined us, so that we wouldn't be apes. They they actually changed yeah. that. Yeah, that's uh, right. From physician so, to. So,
5: Medical. So, Thank you, Dental, for keeping <laughs> us from being apes. So all joking aside, actually, when, when we we're considering the names and we came across the name Amen, it was it was obvious that, that that should be our name. And it was almost as though, you know, it's almost like the name was being given to us because it just fits so perfectly. And uh, it is really, um, uh, really, I think... Uh, represents, the medical evangelism, you know, really represents what it is that we're being called to do. Phil. We also liked it because
0: everybody around the world would be praying for us in nearly every prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I have a question for you. How did you get involved in Amen, and how in the world did you ever get to be president? So um,
6: the, uh, I'm what you'd call an accidental Amen member. I um, <clears throat> my family was just coming back from Africa. Uh, we were just getting reaclimatized to the United States. And I can't remember, somebody mentioned the AMEN conference. I don't even know how, how I got here. And I really enjoyed the program. <clears throat> I was walking around Friday afternoon, enjoying the meetings. And yeah, somebody, came, somebody came up to me and said, would you be willing to be part of our board? Um, and they said, you have an hour to make the decision. <laughs> and I thought to myself, if there's a Christian mafia, this organization is pretty close. <laughs> and um, so uh, I talked to my wife, ended up accepting. And that's how we got started with amen.
0: And how did you get to be the president?
6: Well, that's the other thing that was interesting. So I showed up at a first couple meetings, listened to things, et cetera, Then uh, one day, Phil came up to me and said, um, I have an idea, and I'm like, what's that? He said, I'm grooming you to be president, and I kind of felt around my hair here, and I was like, I really don't want to be groomed for anything. I was just happy being a regular uh, person, and that's how it ended up.
0: So be careful if Phil starts grooming you. Again, you got to watch out for those grooming dermatologists. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, has anything surprised you about Amen and the ten years?
2: Um, has I, anything I,
0: disappointed you?
2: Um, the, uh, I've been really p- pleasantly, not, not really surprised, but blessed. This last time I sat in on the board just... Uh, uh, before this meeting on uh, Thursday, and I was so pleasantly surprised by the quality of your leadership Um, and how from the fledgling child, the Lord has brought good, solid leadership to your board, and uh, I'm grateful for Todd's leadership and uh, for the board's. Uh, I'm not disappointed in amen, but I am disappointed that Jesus hasn't come in the amen. last 10 years. And I believe that the whole purpose of amen is to prepare us to be part of that finished
3: uh, finishing work. Tim, let me jump in on this question. You know, when we met early on 10 years ago, amen had two specific objectives. One... How can busy dentists and physicians that have to see so many people each day sh- meaningfully share Christ in their offices without invading or manip- without manipulating the mind? How, ca- how can they naturally, graciously do that? So that was one stated objective, the looking at the entire office experience and saying, how can that office be a place of refuge and security and, and hope for people and And the second area was, how can the organization help in overseas missions? And I want to share a little story that happened on a general conference level, and that is I was sitting in a meeting with general conference leadership and our division presidents, and Israel Leto, the president of the Inter-American Division, was there, was in Miami, and we were at a leadership retreat, and his cell phone rang. He walked out of the room, and he came back with this look of, really anguish on his face and he said there's been a major earthquake in Haiti and uh, we don't need scores of people going in but if we just had some physicians we had some medical personnel we really need that Um, they've set up a triage area in the courtyard of our Adventist hospital and this is really devastating does anybody know how we can get physicians very quickly in there I made a call to Rebecca, my daughter, who has been with Amen for the last 10 years, coordinating these uh, retreats and so forth. And Rebecca said, Dad, I'll see what you can do. I can do. So she began to call around, um, called our president at the time, and uh, began coordinating with a variety of organizations, Lou Melinda included, Florida Hospital. And the Seventh-day Adventist Church sent in over 100 physicians within a matter of three months. Now, there were some hiccups and all that, but... The impact to this day was significant. I think that is an area of how Amen participates with church organization to do things that we couldn't do otherwise. What surprised me? I shouldn't have been surprised, but the rapid growth of the organization has really surprised me. The interest of the students from Omalinda, we have 170 students here, I just praise God for that. Amen. I mean, that here you have medical students coming in their training to this. Um, the, the growth of the medical clinics, uh, the uh, AMEN television on Internet 24 hours a day. Uh, so there, this organization, I think, has just scratched the surface of its potential. I mean, I dream of the day we have 2,000, 3,000 at, at our conventions, that we have mission trips happening all over, that every church becomes a gospel medical missionary center, that every office becomes a center of hope. I mean, we are just like waiting in the kiddies' waiting pool, and God's going to do something amazing. Uh,
0: I'd like to just take a minute. You brought up your uh, daughter... There are two reasons why Amen has succeeded. One is this is what God wants us as physicians and dentists to do, and he has blessed this organization. And the second reason is Becca. And her wonderful ability to organize physicians without... Uh, making us feel like herded cats, which we really are. Uh, last question. What is your hope for the future of amen? Naren. Yeah,
1: I like this. St- In a word. Know. Yeah, I mean, I really still think um, there's a lot more ahead of us, and uh, that's why, for example, we had this luncheon for the private practice physicians. I think there's a real potential to continue to innovate to forward thinking and I was really blessed by yesterday's presentation by the Nelsons for example just how can we apply those same medical principles to the evangelistic side of being deliberate intentional of making sure every patient is introduced to the creator to Jesus himself and has an option to accept him not any coercion but frankly just being deliberate and intentional so I think there's tremendous potential and I think reforming is going to start within those practices that have the, the the controls to do it and that's why I feel like that's a good place to start. And with that'll come the reformation within the overall,
0: you know, overall Adventist medical community. So that's what I want to share. Anyone else? John or Phil or Mark, you started to say something here. What's your hope for the future?
3: I would hope that the Amen chapters around the world would expand. I I noticed here we have people from the Philippines, people from Malaysia, people from a variety of countries in South Africa. So I would hope the Amen chapters around the world would grow, and I hope that we'd develop a very close linkage with the General Conference in the growth of that, that we'd be able to set up an international structure. That's going to take some um, finesse. It's going to take some coordination. But I think the future is taking amen around the world and making an impact for Christ in the glory of God.
0: Amen. John.
3: Um, Pastor Finley, I'm, I'm so
4: glad you said that because I'm going to ask you something. Uh, next year, uh, we're planning to go to Malaysia Like, so you become international. Would you be our main speaker?
3: <laughs> What do you charge for dermatology work? (laughs) John, you know that my schedule is almost as busy as yours in a dermatology office, so you'll need to talk to me about the dates.
4: (laughs) So, if the date is right, would you come?
3: (laughs) What flight are you on?
4: I'm really this is a providential uh, statement that you've made about the international so you need to really keep your word
3: uh, we have quite a few witnesses here Uh, do you see why I love amen (laughs) because I've been training evangelists and I trained John how to make appeals and you just had a wonderful (laughs) illustration of an appeal (laughs)
0: Uh. Phil your hopes for the future.
2: Well, I liked everything that uh, Pastor Finley said. And, uh, but on a personal level, my hopes for the, f- the future are... Uh, I, I really appreciated Lindy's presentation this morning. Amen. My hopes for the future are that physicians and ministers, dentists and ministers, health professionals... We'll all become more and more like Jesus, working together on a small way in our homes, modeling Jesus to our children and to our uh, wives or husbands. That in our congregations, we'll be modeling Jesus. That in our practices, in my practice, I'll model Jesus. And that we will have that character reflection of his that's going to be seen before Jesus comes. And, uh, and uh, an amen is going to play an important, increasingly important part because medical missionary evangelism will be the only work at the end of time. I want to be prepared for that by training
4: today in God's school of medical evangelism. I just,
0: Go ahead, John.
4: I'd just like to read something um, from seven testimonies. Page 9 and also 10. It says that the transforming power of Christ's grace molds the one who gives himself to God's service. Do you want to be transformed? The power only comes as you give yourself for his service. And page 10, it says same, the same intensity of desire to save sinners that mark the life of Jesus, marks the life of his true followers. And I hope that, you know, myself and um, all of you out here and all those people who may be listening in the audioverse, that that um, will have this desire, intense desire to save sinners from perishing like Christ did. And that should be our main focus as we treat our patients.
1: I just, yeah, you know, I, I just want to challenge our young people, our students, residents, first-time attendees, physicians and dentists at large, and health professionals. I'm, I'm just always impressed by that statement of, sort of prophecy that there's no limit to the usefulness of one who, laying self aside, makes room for the working of the Spirit of God and lives a life wholly consecrated to Him. A powerful statement. I challenge you to take hold of it. Who knows what God wants to use you to do? just like this organization was started. He wants to use you in your setting, wherever you are, employed, on your own, whatever practice setting you're in, he wants to use in a powerful way. Just take one step in that direction and you'll add something to it and
0: you'll see something big happen in your life. Thank you, panel members. And uh, I would encourage each of you to remember that our goal, like Neil told us in our first meeting, is self-sacrifice and self-control. And only through the power of Christ can that take place. Amen.
4: This media was produced by Audioverse for Amen, Adventist Medical Evangelism Network. If you would like to learn more about Amen, please visit www.amensda.org